Hey, what's up? It's your girl Mia. Welcome to another episode of Me Time Podcast. Today, I just want to have the opportunity to speak to a young person. And when I say young, I'm talking about, um, I'm, I'm looking at the ages of 16 to 25, because that's really young. And I just want to get an idea of when I'm talking to that age group, like what's going on, where their direction you know what's up what's the what's the newest trend what's the newest things what are the ideals they have where they're going what's their purpose there's just so many questions that i might have but one thing i do want to have is a conversation so today on me time podcast i just want you to be able to come inside and sit down and listen for a little while and hopefully we can make you giggle hopefully we can make you think but most of all we just want you to listen Stay tuned. Hey, welcome to the show. This is Mia Petway. This is Me Time Podcast. And today I have one of my adopted children here, Jasmine. Give it up for Jasmine. Can we can we clap? Let's clap. Hey Jasmine, how are you? Hi. <laughs> is this what we're gonna do? Jasmine, how old are you? Stop saying Jasmine. It's I'm sorry, Jazz. Jesus. Jazz, how old, how old are you? I'm 17. Speak up for the people. I'm 17. So, one seven. Like, uh, one plus seven. Oh, anyway. Anyway, one seven. Uh, are you pulling our leg? I'm one seven. Are you, are you practicing? I'm one seven. Oh, you're, you're close to your birthday. Anyway, I want to ask you, what is it like to be a junior in high school and you're the president of your class and slash all these other slashes that you have behind that? So tell me, what are your titles? President, administrator of yearbook. Um, yeah. Okay. So what, what do, you know, as a junior, I know, is this your first graduating class of your school? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about that? It's nice, cause it's nice, cause like you know, we're like the legacy of our school. So it's like, if you wanna look at the history of our school, you see us. You can see us. Yes, like we helped develop the school with our feedback and comments, and working with our administrators and executive team and ops. Okay, so you feel like you have a more hands-on with your school than if you had gone to another school yeah so you have more say is that just because you're the president and a social butterfly (laughs) not just that but like with our school like we're we're smaller than usual schools so like in like with our like execs ops and administrators like we actually have conversations with them and like if there's something we don't like like we'll speak up about it and like have a meeting if like needed to or like just talk to them and be like oh well this is needed to be improved and how it can be improved okay so when you said executives mm-hmm. my exec the exec team like the which vice is principal, okay the president. i mean the vice principal the principal and then um like his people which are a lot of different names okay and then you said ops yeah ops is like the directors and then some of the administrators Okay, so I would just clarify that because I'm like, what what is ops and executive? Like, uh, you know, I'm not saying this a long time ago that I went to school, but <laughs> they were called principals, assistant principals, uh, guidance counselors, you know, things like that. So 
what you're saying is that there's a group of people that make up this class of ops or executive. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you know what is your? How many people are in the in your junior class? In my junior class, there's about like fifty of us. Fifty. Fifty. Ninety of us. In the whole class, like that's that would be your graduating class. Yeah, it's it's small. It's like ninety of us probably. You know, Max. some schools have like fifty in one class. I know. And you're saying that that's your whole class. That's <laughs> my whole class. I mean, like our classes, like with my like I have all honors classes. So like the maximum kids we'll have in each class is like probably twenty kids. What do y'all got? Three classes? Because it's only like fifty to ninety yeah. people. Okay. So it's like it's it's not like you go like with your homeroom, but like some people have like some honors classes, some people don't have honors classes, so like it's different. There's okay. three different classes for each um, subject. Okay, and is it a mixture of just um, like juniors and no. sophomores, or just strictly juniors? Yeah, strictly juniors. Well, do you think you're like that uh, over going to a regular high school? or? I mean, seeing as I did go to a regular high school for a little while. Okay. I mean, I kind of did like it because, like, when I went to the other school, it was like there were so many people in a class. And, like, the teachers sometimes can't get to you. And, like, sometimes the teachers don't care to have, a, like, a relationship with you and, like, mm-hmm. understand you so that they can help you better. So you felt like a number. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, number... 225 yeah take a number i'll get to you <laughs> and the, the school year is over yeah so out of going to a regular high school and attending the school that you go to which i don't want to name because it's always the privacy um if you had to pick which one would you prefer it's, it's hard because if it's like like Obviously, like, our academics and stuff like that aren't, like, officially, like, organized the way that, like, a regular school would be. So, like, if it was... If it was based off of... If it was based off of, um... Like, say, sports and, like, the general population and, like, the, like, campus-style building and stuff like that, I would pick, like, a public school. And, like, for, like, their different programs because, like they're like already like developed fully they already have that stuff in place for you but if it was based off of like them like paying attention to you and actually like getting to you and like working with you like with your specific educational style i would pick my school okay so you don't have the sports but you have the academics and the social part because there's so many different kids but that also includes maybe some distractions yeah, I mean, all of us, like, because we all have been there since sixth grade together. Oh, wow. So, okay. it's like, you see the same people all every year, over and over and over. You probably get, like, two or three new kids. Okay, so you was the the real beginning yeah. class of the school beginning. Yeah. Starting off. So, okay. So, sixth grade, so you've been with everybody now for about five years. Mm-hmm, five, six years. And oh. then some of them I knew since, like, pre-K and third grade. Oh, wow. Okay. And you wear a uniform. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about uniform over I mean, wearing your regular clothes? Because some people say, well, you know, I want to have the right to express myself. Yeah, I mean, like, when I went to the other school, like, there was uniform, but nobody really ever weared uniform. But, like, it wasn't bad, but I would just do uniform because I just wash it. 
put it on don't gotta search for her outfit be like okay so it's my uniform throw this on throw this on all right bye i'm out the house right where some people feel like they they want to dress up and i think i feel like sometimes maybe a little bit showing off yeah so a lot of schools went to uniform so it eliminates uh those who have and those who don't have yeah but i mean like we have one day like so on friday like we're like, allowed to wear whatever we want so, like, okay. throughout the week, it's, like, we wear a uniform, and then that one day on Friday, like, we're allowed to wear whatever we want. So, on that one Friday, uh, are there any stipulations of I mean, do's and don'ts? <laughs> obviously, don't be too revealing. Okay. Basically. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, don't come up in there with mini skirts on and having spaghetti strap yeah. tanks on and yeah. heels and looking I mean, so okay, extra. The, the heels? Well, I mean, when I say heels, I mean, like, in other words, you're already so revealing that this is just, like... You can you can get dressed up. So I think that what what works for a lot of schools, uh, what they should do, is also have like a business day, mm. so that you have like you know just teaching you how the executive world works, yeah, and how you have to get dressed up business like yeah. business attire, or or something because some people don't have it. You know, I'm not saying you have to get dressed up with a suit, but uh, there's actually a school in uh, New Haven. Uh, that that you have to dress up because it is a business school, so it's kind of good because some kids don't know how to dress up for yeah. uh, a, a job offer or something like that. So I think uniform is great. I went to a Catholic school, and I used to hate it because my cap my uniforms were not like their uniforms. Uh, we wore these plaid looking Scottish um, skirts, a white shirt saddle shoes if you know what that is that's like those black and white yeah. shoes with the red bottoms or the white ones um and then we used to wear like you could tell the upperclassmen from the lower the the lower class had like this little crisscross tie and then the upper class had this vest i vowed that i would never send my kids to school to a catholic school because i thought it was ugly but can i tell you that i think that that skirt is sharp now that i'm older <laughs> That I would probably want to just send my kids to school. I don't know if they still have those skirts, but you know that that was like that was mad cool. Not because sometimes you see that as people are dressing up in those things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't like I didn't like ironing that skirt, the pleats and all that. But you know, going to a Catholic school is definitely different than going to a public school, and you're in a charter school. That's even more different. So if you say that your school has a specialization, what is it? Because most charter schools have a specialization. So is it? business is it uh like some have stem which is the you know the science and uh, yeah. engineering um is there any particular specialism engineering mathematics uh, yeah <laughs> you said that so fast like wait, wait, start over again go slower <laughs> um i don't know honestly i just feel i don't know i get mm, this is sex of their students honestly i'm not gonna say Say that again. <laughs> this is the success. The success of their students. Understand, she has braces in her mouth. You know, <laughs> there's some words that becomes a little bit more challenging. It's this. It's okay. The the success of the students. It almost got me saying it. Um. So that that's good. So, what is your idea of success? What does success look like to you? That's a good question. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> um, I have to say it would be... 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, work hard, like your work ethic, um, compassion. If you're compassionate and like not compassionate, if you're really passionate about something that you're in, your worth ethic to me will be like skyrocket and it will like quadruple your success in that field. Right, and there's a difference between a a career and a job. Ah, yes, yes. You know, we talk about that quite often. Yeah. Your job is what you do. Your career is what you love. Uh, amen. <laughs> so, what we're trying to figure out along the way and, and understand that a lot of people, they go into a job or they go into a career thinking that they, you know, either they need to make the money or they love it and then they get there and be like, mm, I don't think I'm as passionate about this as, as I should be. So, it's okay. What I always like to say, it's okay to rethink your, your passion and be like, Okay, I, I have a passion for that, but I'm really passionate about this. So, do you know what you're passionate about? You should have you known that course that was linking up to this moment. Yeah, I should have known. You it was a trap. It was a trap. Um, well, I know for right now, like, I'm really passionate, like, advocating. So, like, that's why, like, I um, ran for president. Like, I love advocating and, like, being in those meetings and, like letting like admin and like ops the operations team like know like hey this is what needs to be done i don't like what this is going on or this is going on and this is how i want it to be done and not just for me but for the benefit of everybody else what you go girl <laughs> i'm clapping my hands because when i ask her questions uh normally she's just i don't know i don't know so when she's advocating it's different so that that's good so do you find that you're you appreciate having a voice for others who probably can't speak yeah. Or the fact that you represent a lot of voices with you, what you say, so you know that it must be said. Yeah, and knowing that if they say it to the person and they're not being heard, that I'm going to press. I will press for it. I will book meetings every day with each and different people or the same person over and over until like it gets done. Are you actually going to listen to what I'm saying to you? Oh, wow. Okay. So I, I'm sure it's being a social butterfly that you are and you probably give them like a little smile <laughs> yeah and it becomes contagious they be like okay we're just gonna do it or they give you like uh, excuse me miss uh president <laughs> no i mean i um i have weird, um professional relationships with all of like everybody that's there like operations executive and like everybody on the higher ups even like board members like i've talked to them and had meetings with them and like I like as well as me telling them what needs to be done and what the students want I actually learn about like why certain things can't happen mm-hmm. so I'm able to go back to them and be like I know you want this but we can't do this because we have certain restrictions or gotcha. we can't do this because we're not allowed to because of like maybe like the board of education or something like that and as well as them giving me like opportunities so I know I talked to one of the um, board members at our school and after we did a round table so I was the only student and it was like teachers fellows and like board members board of education and there was another lady from somewhere i can't really remember what her name was and like he gave me a grant because like he like loved the way i was speaking and like how i advocated and everything and yeah so i basically persuaded them and he gave me this grant so um hopefully i want to use it for a um it's like for like the kids to get more volunteers hours but as well to like help the community so like use that grant to like make like survival kits and like lunch Mm -hmm. bags and everything for like homeless people around because there's a lot of them so that's a project that i'm trying to work on oh wow so you 
You're busy. Do you need a pager or you do you need a business phone? <laughs> uh, I do better with a business phone. You do better with a business <laughs> phone, separate of your private phone. Yes. So it don't so it didn't get caught up in a mix of yeah other things that you got going on. Yeah, but I usually for business I always use my um email. So okay. I don't really use um phone number. I just go through email, go back and forth because I know I'll still get the notification. Oh okay, so. We, we understand what success looks like. We understand what's passionate. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I would like to tell you is that, you know, everybody sometimes run after the money. But you can have all the money in the world and not love what you do. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't get paid less just to do a job. But, you know, uh, when it comes down to dollar signs, sometimes the, the most passionate job doesn't have a dollar sign behind it. It has the value in the... The, the purpose the purpose yes especially especially because i don't feel like a lot of the jobs that people do um can even speak volumes for what is necessary and what's needed so like taking care of somebody they don't get paid enough yeah but you can have a, a athlete that bounce a ball not to say that they don't do anything at all but they could get paid more money which shows a lot of things different or rapper because you know I, I swear that everybody wants to be a rapper these days uh, everybody want to rap about the life and be this uh, image that they see on TV but that's not the real reality of what it is yeah so is that what you find like the when you when you talk to a lot of people what they want to do what they want to be what it, what, it, what is going on on in your generation I is it generation I think it is when I looked it up. It was, yeah, Generation um, I. I don't know why how we come up with these. It's on the I's. verge of Generation X. I mean Z. Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. I'm like, yeah. so things change, but history always repeats itself. So, in your generation, what is like the hottest thing to do? Honestly, like we're talking to like the kids at my school. We have like a lot of like lawyers and like nurses, okay. and I know a few surgeons. Who's okay? So they know what. Yeah, that's that's hard to get into med school, but yeah, we have a lot of medical and um, medical field and law field. And do you think that? Because I'm just thinking right now when you said that, um, I feel like some of the kids stopped dreaming, or they just never was told to dream. Um, Do you feel like you have a more stable environment of dreamers than if you was kind of claustrophobic in a bigger high school where? those opportunities are probably just seem like nothing at all yeah because like a lot of those like, less distraction maybe yeah i think so too because and like it allows because like even though there's a there's a small group of us but there's like so many in like those two mm-hmm. that they can focus on those two and we can get more information and like resources to help us with that specific place Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I rem- when I did the round table, there was a lawyer there, and he heard me um, talking and everything. But I didn't get to speak to him in person because I had to give a um, tour to one of the board members and have a conversation with them. And he talked to my principal, and he was like, I like her. And he was a lawyer, so he was like, I want her to intern for me during the summer this year. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's how you learn. I mean, we... Uh, a lot of high schools don't have it anymore, but we, uh, we, when I went to high school, which was not long ago, mm. okay, okay, class seven, mm. um, yeah. but when we went to school, uh, we used to have something called cooperative education where you were able to come to the classroom. Uh, 
I kind of remember the guy's name and seen him walk in. Uh, come to the classroom. You took attendance. He tried to teach you some things that was about business, and he hooked you up with a job. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you that at that time, I think I recall my hourly pay being like four seventy five or four twenty five, something, something in the fours. Trust me, it wasn't much. But that gave us like almost 20 points towards graduation classes. Mm. And uh, they don't have stuff like that anymore. But that gave me like a, almost a guaranteed job. And I worked at like a, a book factory um, called Key Book, actually, on the Solemn Street. Um, and actually, that's how I came across a few books that I'd never uh, knew, knew about before, known about. Which was a Donald Goins book. Um uh, I'm thinking it's called Black Girl Lost or something like that. And then I kind of read a series of his books just by that experience. But uh, I think school should start that again where they give the teenagers an opportunity to kind of work like with that lawyer. Mm-hmm. And it's like an internship and you get some type of pay. Probably not the $15 an hour they, <laughs> where they're trying to go to right about now. Definitely not the four twenty-five, <laughs> But you get an opportunity to learn and you get an opportunity to work, but you get a chance for someone to take the time. And I think that's where the jobs are lacking today, that they're not giving the young people enough um, skills so yeah. that when they get out there, instead of working at a food place, which we know is not for everybody. Yes, it is. <laughs> the not. moment of silence. The moment of silence. It is not. It is not. But I mean, like, with our school, like, I, which was a benefit of our class being so small, like, they bring in people to talk to us and, like, give us, like, opportunities. So, like, for example, there was, I can't remember what their organization was called, but they came in and it was, like, multiple people from multiple backgrounds that did, like, was, like, from, like, either poor, like, in poverty communities or, like, even in the suburbs or whatever, and they all had a story, like, especially, like, the people that were in poverty and, like, the type of community that we're in and where we're from, it'll, like, they talk to us and, like, just let us know that, like, it's, like, you don't have to stay where you're at. Like, you can actually dream and get there. And, like, then there's a guy, um, another time he, his, um, organization is called Dumo. So, like, he came from Bridgeport, um, I believe it was Bridgeport, and, like, he, like, was, like, in and out of schools, went to Yale, got kicked out, came back, because, like, that mentality that we had that, like, oh, like, this, me, I, this is not for me, I don't, like, and second-guessing and doubting and, like, just, like, self-sabotaging yourself, and, okay. like, now, he went back, and, like, now he has, like, a book that's out, um, it helps, like, teenagers and stuff like that. I cannot remember. I have a terrible memory. I can't remember anything. And he um, does, like, a podcast as well. Like, he talks to people, um, goes around, and then he has um, merchandise as well. So, like, when he came in, he talked to us, and he was like, hey, I need, a, like, help in, like, all different aspects of the business. Like, for either could be, like, um, ambassadorships or helping in the offices with an internship or anything. So, like, they do... Um, beneficial things for us since like our class is so small okay yeah that's a good thing yeah and you know i always say that if you see someone walking on the street and it doesn't make a difference if you're in uh rags to riches everybody has a story to be told yeah so sometimes people are not born into homelessness something happened life situation caused them to either lose what they got Mm -hmm. they lost a job uh it could be 
sometimes mental illness um, and based off of things like trauma because people go through trauma addictions you have we have our veterans who deal with a lot of homelessness so we never know why someone is in a position that they're they're in the best thing you can do is I always say pray for them because we don't never know and a lot of times everyone is almost most people almost one check away from being homeless anyway you know so we should never be so comfortable that we you know look down at somebody else thinking that you're in a better place yeah because we never know what we would be in so just like now you're advocating for the your student body uh who knows later on in life you might be advocating for someone bigger than just the, the small people but bigger people and you're like how did I get here you know and it's those skills that you learn along the way that you feel like hey I'm just doing it at this level right here but hey you're gonna learn you're gonna learn some things you're gonna meet some people and you're gonna go some places so if you're willing to do that you can see yourself being very successful in the years to come so if you had to speak to the younger you and it's kind of hard to say that when you're 17 yeah I'm, I'm still young but the younger you where um you know you have a story of your own but the younger you when you think back of maybe a few years ago would you imagine that you'd be in a place that you're in now in your mindset not at all like a president like doing presidential things while doing in school and then working and then no i would never imagine that so what made you get here what made you what made you take that leap after a while, because, like, if I were, if something to tell my younger self, I would say advocate for myself. After, like, learning that and, like, actually doing it, it made me, like, realize that, like, there are people that were like me that don't advocate for themselves. So, like, I need to do that. I need to make sure that people have someone to advocate for them. Okay. You can fight, too? Yes. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Hold up. I just asked a question. I, I just say, uh, uh, but it take a lot to get you there, but I'm sure when you get there, you get probably get the hand clap and the head tip like this, and you start talking sideways. So are you like that when you know someone um, isn't being spoken for and you have to step in? Then you really like, okay, hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'd be like, wait a minute, please step back real step, quick. Step back like, for like, a minute. Like, here, you come over here. Let me, let me, let me handle them. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just, I can't. I don't, I don't like it at all. So especially, you don't like, you don't like to see someone being treated unfairly. Yeah, especially like bullying. Like, if that was to happen and I see it, or like you are like fighting or doing something, like I'm gonna step in. Like I've done it before. Like I, w- I would step in. It's like it's not that serious. Nothing is ever that deep. Mm. That's interesting. So no matter what, or do you ever walk by and be like, not today? Or you just say, listen, stop. And you feel like because you advocate or who you are, you have a voice and people listen? Yeah, definitely. Because, like, I know in, like, my school, like, there's, like, the sophomores and the freshmen. Most of the the people, I I don't really know them. They'll come up to me and be like, hi, AJ, or give me a hug. And I'm like, wait, 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 AJ. (laughs) AJ, I, I introduced you as Jazz and Jazz. Okay, so in in my school life, everyone knows me as AJ. Like, if if you call me AJ, I know that you specifically know me from school because the only people that are from my school call me AJ. And the reason for that was because when we started the school, there were so many Jasmines. There was, like, six of us. And there was, like, two of them in my class. And if you started screaming at one, I'm going to be like, whoa, I didn't even do anything. I'm just sitting here. You screaming at me. 
so I came up with AJ, which is my initials backwards. Oh, okay, and I always okay. liked the name, so I was like, you know what? That's what we're gonna do. And ever since then, it stuck. Initials backwards. Oh, your first name, your last name, and first name. Yeah. You just switched it around. Yeah. Got you. Okay, so we making sure we're not talking to any altered ego when you say AJ. <laughs> we need to know who we talking to right about now. So okay, so when they holler AJ. <laughs> We know. Yeah, so, like, I, I know you're from school because only people from school know me like that. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, when they holler at AJ, yeah, AJ like... is the representation. Yes. Okay. All right, Miss Miss uh, President. <laughs> President of the school body and, and fighter. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, honestly, we live in a world where there's so much unfair, unjust, uh, un- unequal... Uh, I should say un- unequal uh, human experience and I'm saying that because in humanity I should just say it like that there's so much of that that I, I believe that your fight just isn't going to be in high school but it's going to go beyond high school Yeah. so next step in a few years or so is going to be college do you sell, see yourself stepping out there as well or are you, you just going to take a chill or you don't know it depends on what school you go to the vibe of the school the people and so I mean, on honestly, would you like and, and i'm sorry would you like to go to a college that's big or small because you're coming from a small high school do, do you know which direction you might want to go in i mean small and big i don't know but i like the colleges that i'm looking at now are more medium okay sized majority of them are like medium sized basically so that's where I'm gonna go towards okay and of course there's some attracting things that would draw you to those schools being medium that they are which uh, you shared with me the other day uh, one being you want to dance yeah you want to dance and I think there was what else you wanted to do or... oh so they had three of my majors which was computer science psychology and business finance management okay and why those areas business finance management i like more because i like um doing books like i like managing everything and like being in the office and like the the workload that they do mm. so like the overseer of all the books and everything okay. like it's got to come through me before it goes to anyone else oh you you want it so you what you won't do <laughs> what you won't do is you won't manage the money where the money at I need to make sure that the money is flowing the way that it need to flow. And then the other areas, psychology and what was the other one you said? Computer science. Computer science. Okay. So why those areas? So computer science, one, is because I... So back in freshman year, we had a um, coding club. So, like, we learned how to code, like, to make, like, programs and, like, how to, like basically draw like on a screen i can't really explain it okay much because it'll sound like kind of weird but right <laughs> it, it won't sound right it won't so, yeah it was weird it right? was weird it was weird and um what to call it i just like the fact of like me i love doing computer programs so it's like typing and being behind a computer is fun to me like i enjoy that so with computer science like you can actually like make your own programs make your own like websites everything from scratch and like it's just it's different you're very bad okay and psychology um so psychology. you want to read the minds of people oh you want to read their body language 
kidding. I always like the fact of like it's like basically the thing like with the advocating like with psychology like you actually sit there one on one and talk to people and you're allowed like you under like you start to understand them back and forth and then like as well as you can not just give like the clear facts about certain things that go on with them but you can actually talk to them and kind of relate if it relates to their situation or like give them not just a robot with statistics and facts to talk to but a person okay and and you believe that everybody needs someone to talk to even if, even if they think they're bad and they're like, oh, I don't need anyone talking to, I got this. You don't. You don't really have it. You don't. And if you find a good person to talk to, it kind of helps you, helps that person to kind of relieve. Yeah, like it, it makes it doesn't make a drastic change in the beginning, but it makes like small changes that like are seeable and that are actually like, oh wow, I see this, I like this, I want to keep doing this. Makes, yeah, makes <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm laughing about that because, uh, as you know, I have a few classes away from my bachelor's in psychology, and uh, now that I have to pay back those student loans, I always say, well, you know what? You should have just went and sat on somebody's sofa. Because uh, now that I was going, you know, as I was going through these classes, I used to sit in class and go, "That's what's wrong with me." Like, oh, I was, I was like, I was like, "That's it." I put a, I put a label on what it was, and then I was like. Man, I get it. I understand. But the funny thing is, I, I've always wanted to do psychology. It's really not that field that is profitable at all. Yeah. Unless you're going for your masters, and then you got to kind of keep going. And I came right back to the thing that I kind of wanted to do in the very beginning. I'm not even in that field, period, because I'm in a clinical uh, field. But I still like psychology. And the truth is, it helped me a lot. And I love to deal with people. I love to talk to people when I want to because I'd be very introverted. But I do think that psychology is definitely one of those tools you can use, especially when you're advocating for people. Because yeah. you, you can see. you can. Sometimes people don't have to say words, but you see the body language. Yeah. And then when they are talking, you have to know if you have to be a, if you have to talk or be a listener. And, and that's just the same way as being a friend, you know. You have a friend that's going through something, and they, they call you up and they like... I want to talk. You be like, okay. Sometimes I say, do you want me to talk? Do you want me to listen, or do you want me to respond? Yeah. Because sometimes people just want to vent. Yeah. Okay. But then if they say, well, what do you think? Ah, that opens up the door. <laughs> yeah. That opens up the door. Like, oh, so what I heard was, um, and, and you know, not to be like, oh, you're just such a professional person, but definitely be a, a person that has an ear to hear. So I, I think that like I don't know how all those work together because. You sound like me when I went to college, uh, got my associates. <laughs> I was doing human services, and then I went off and I did computer science. And the, my counselor was like, how do you even come to that conclusion? <laughs> like, I, that was like, how do you? And then I, I was trying to figure myself out because I was still, I mean, I was of an age, but I was still trying to figure myself out. Ultimately, she was like, listen, you've taken every class that you can take. <laughs> You need to just come out of associates and graduate. So I was like, what can I come out with? She said, general studies. <laughs> I, I didn't find my way. So then I, I went and registered for uh, psychology uh, down here in Bridgeport. And uh, I can't tell you I still found my way. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm doing a whole nother degree plan, but I'm still trying to work on this one. And that's just to tell you like this. Even at my age, sometimes you don't get it right because you still try to find that niche. So if you could find that niche earlier than later, you wouldn't have like all these different possibilities. <laughs> Jack of all trades, master of nothing. 
So if you know for a fact that you like to work with people, uh, you definitely get your MBA. I tell you, be be your best boss. That's that's the whole point of getting your master's in business administration is be your best boss and make sure you can handle your own finances yeah. while you're working on the computer. <laughs> while, you, while you psychologically talk to yourself about these numbers just don't match up. They don't work. <laughs> and then you're like, no, no, something's not right. I can tell, you, you know, you, you, you're going to be amazing. You just got to, uh, once you get into like coding, I, I imagine that can be exciting. Um, I, I, you can't tell me about it. <laughs> I was going to say tell me about it, but you know what? I don't think you can tell me about that because I'm just going to sit here and look like a deer in, uh, headlights. with headlights and be like, <laughs> and you said what? You said HQ goes to the 125 and the what? And the square root of the what? What's she saying? What's she saying? So I'm, I'm sure coding isn't like that at all, but um, is that, are you doing anything at your school now that puts you in that same direction? Um, there's um, robotics no, class or something. Not right now, or? but there is a course that I'm talking to my guidance counselor about taking at um, the community college. Okay, okay, at the community college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I can count towards um, like extra credits and stuff like that to, mm-hmm. for my GPA as well. Okay, okay, yes, because nowadays it doesn't stop at a 4.0. They'd be like a 4.9. I'd be like, where did the 9 come from? Where do you, how you get a, how you get a 5.0? How you get a 6.0? And that's because I guess now in high school they're kind of encouraging you to take college credits. So yeah. that's going towards whatever. Listen, take up every opportunity that they give to you because uh, we didn't have that. <laughs> we didn't have that. You went to school. That was it. <laughs> You did kindergarten, you did eighth grade, you did high school. That was it. You know, do you play an instrument? No. Okay, so you're, you're the dancer. Don't give you no keys, don't give you no drumsticks? No. no. I um I always the, wanted to play the guitar, though. I started it. Well, I was starting to teach it myself. Okay, self-taught. You know, YouTube is amazing today. People can do See, whatever See, I didn't know they want. about the discovery of YouTube. I was just teaching myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you had one one string at a time. One string at a time. And that's why you're dancing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, if you had to reach out and talk to other high schoolers, or I should say not even high schoolers, middle schoolers, what is it that you can prepare them for for high school? Whoa, that that was a you breathed so deeply. <laughs> Whoa, so deeply. Which uh, I know that you you said from sixth grade to this eleventh grade you've been with the same people, but I think when you go from elementary school to middle school to high school, it is definitely a difference. But if you had to prepare a middle schooler for high school. One thing I would definitely say is before getting to high school, work on your time management skills. Like take a time management class. Mm. Because that time management, if you have great time management skills, you will be like set for high school. Because, like, it's sometimes not even about how hard the work is. It's just the workload. Like, they'll load you with work. Like, uh, stuff on top of stuff. Like, a 10-page research paper with another research paper for a whole different class with a different topic. And then you got a whole bunch of other papers and work and worksheets and everything for other classes. And then you got chemistry and you got this and you got that. 
and it's all due like in the same week. Right, and they don't care because they. they they don't care if you. Nah, I, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. It's not that they don't care. They just have a curriculum that they have to go by. <laughs> yeah, but like that's that too. But I know with like my school, like if like a certain situation happens, or like if you talk to them and like there's stuff going on, like they'll work with you to make sure you're still successful and get everything done and not be so behind. Oh well. So time management. Time management is a huge thing. And then second, I would say, like, if you have, like, free time or anything, like, read. Like, just work on your reading skills. Like, it don't even have to be something hard. Just read. Mm. It would, like, the littlest things will add up and it will help you so much, especially when you get to high school because, like, there's a lot of books and novels that you'll read that are on, like, Mm. you have to, like, you can't assume what they're no they don't tell you what they're talking about you have to assume what they're talking about yeah. i know there was a book they're talking about the interpretations of what's really being said yeah have you done shakespeare yeah we did shakespeare oh. uh freshman year yeah which which book did you do juliet romeo and juliet Juliet. i did the merchant of venice in summer school one time i went to summer school so. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i should have just paid attention to english all year long because it was an english summer school i was like this has nothing <laughs> to do with english and we're doing the merchant of venice and we had to break that book down i'm like this i know don't make sense i know one book we had a breakdown i think it was alchemist something of alchemist Ugh, that book was that book was torture it was like it said one thing and then like we're all talking about it and they were like that has nothing to do with the words you just said what are you talking about yeah yeah so okay time management read read um what else can i say definitely get (laughs) definitely get involved that's one thing i guess I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, somebody looked suspect. We was just kind of looking out the window, and I was just like, mm, "Okay, I, I hear you," but you said get involved. Yes. So, time management, read, get involved, and not and be social as well. Yeah, that's a big key. Yes. And, and I think being social. Uh, <laughs> oh, let me say it like this. Being social does not mean on your phone. You know what? With 15 people in the room. <laughs> that means having conversations. And truthfully, you know, that's something, I think that's a skill. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cell phones are great within their part, and they do have a place uh, at the right time. But I think it's hard to get people in a room together and everybody not on their cell, cell device. Like right now. I just um, check in something. Jeez. <laughs> just like now or... Uh, imagine you have like a group of girls and it's just hey we're gonna have girl time talk socialize and so on i think the first thing you have to do is say put away your phones yeah so everybody know how to talk what happens with text messaging especially with being social um people misinterpret what's being said on the text because you can't put expressions and it doesn't have sound to it where your voice if i'm having a discussion with you and i'm like what are you doing they're like hey what are you doing text says what are you doing <laughs> I mean, unless you put in like um, emojis, cap, cap, all this stuff. Why are you yelling? I, mean, I didn't know like caps was even yelling at one point. I'm like, I just, How did you- I just felt like I just want to express to you 
but hey what you doing just want to let you know i'm here i love you and you know uh, and they're like why are you yelling i'm like yeah mm-hmm. caps can either be emphasis or it can be yelling listen i i i, I have no patience to understand all that i'm just trying to get the whole smiling faces together i'm just trying to say the emojis is hard enough let alone how you're feeling and how you felt it (laughs) so it's something you have to master yeah i i feel like in the direction that we're going um the social skills is a big uh it's a big part of people working together but it's also a big part of i feel personal personal opinion is the depression that people have because outside of that cell phone and people having human contact and communication, people are not feeling as the, the you know, the love because yeah. of social media. Because behind a text message, behind social media or anything, you can be what you want to be until you're in the face of someone. Yeah, um, phones, like I know a few people and I like, um, it can, it's like, it's used as an escape majority mm-hmm. of the time and like, teens and as you call it your generation your generation <laughs> you don't even know if it's i or x but whatever go ahead go ahead x is you oh whatever <laughs> okay but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like you can escape because like sometimes like it's like you don't want to be like in the environment you're in so like you'll use your phone to like mm. escape that or like say like if like um <clears throat> say like if like you're really annoyed or like angered or whatever and like you can't really do much like say you can't leave the house and just go do like go run or something or like go hang out with friends felt it as you say felt <laughs> it whatever <laughs> oh wow <laughs> but yes like you use a phone or like when like people have you know long conversations phone call blogs you know it's you know they want to they right. can't be with that person like or that person oh um, wow we're talking about how long okay that's uh, uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry okay, go ahead it's okay it's okay. <laughs> okay it's okay it's fine you know at least we don't <laughs> hang up on people while they're trying to talk to you make conversation but it's okay <laughs> not funny but anyways continuing on like the person could be very far right and like say like if you two split up like and that was like one of your like best friends and like you guys help each other like um what is it called um cope endure (laughs) (laughs) no like uh you're um like i make sure you do what you need to do or they hold you accountable accountability partner okay so that's what it is so and it's like yeah i just got off track but it's okay it is okay. It is it's okay. As okay, long as you get back on track. Ah, okay, we're there. You turn. You know? So I think that um, with all that I'm hearing, uh, with, with the high school, if you recall, refresh me, it's time management. Mm-hmm. You must read. Mm-hmm. Be social. Mm-hmm. And there was something else. Uh, oh, God. Oh my god! Oh gosh, you forgot. So if you forgot, I forgot. Oh, because oh, get I, involved, get involved, get involved, get involved. That's that's very important for you to be successful going into your high school years. Yeah. And then we're we're we talked about the the high school years that you have been there, and because a lot of kids are not uh, involved, do you find like they feel or this would only be by communication? Uh, do you feel that those kids? who don't feel like they're involved is because they don't feel like they have a voice 
or that they they just some some kids are just introverted yeah i was gonna say that's majority times okay of like introversy yes mainly because of that and it's like with that comes like the anxiety and <clears throat> like not wanting to speak out or whatever okay yeah so do you find like uh those kids come up to you to tell you what they want or i mean i usually like they don't have you to can, come up to you me, can like, identify them yeah i yeah i usually just like go up to them and like i'll talk like because every majority of everybody i talk to or like if they'll come up to me and like we'll just start having a conversation okay And that's where we are. And that's where we're at. Well, that's a great thing. Well, I just like this. Is there anything that you want to share before I, we close? And um, There was one thing. Oh, my God, I forgot. I just thought of it like two seconds ago. You thought of it two seconds ago. Oh, work on you. Friends come and go, and the majority of them sometimes are fake. You don't need them. Like, if you're stressing about them or, like, you're worried about them or, like, you feel as if something's off or something just just let it go don't don't force any relationships just work on you and friends are not forever there's like you'll probably find like one or two that will stay forever and she would say you should only have five friends i didn't say five okay but if you, you use two hands you use it you got too many already okay that's where it is you yeah if you got hands, two hands many. you got too many already you have to use you have to hold your hands out like you're friends of water and you can't uh, you can't obtain everybody in that hand some gonna see through and some are not made to be held in the hand you gotta let some go oh my god that's like the quote i heard um someone would hold their heart wait hold on it's on my phone it was really good. I, I see that see that the psychology part in you is it was coming out of you. I don't know if that's what's rubbing off right about now. If that's the vibe we vibe in here, I don't know. But it is, it's definitely um, a, a true a true meaning to friendship. And as I was to say about friendship, friendship that part ship means something is moving, is going back and forth. Yeah, so it's not one sided. It's not one sided, correct? Yeah. So it says a person will hold on to a heart that they should not hold just to be in control. Don't be a victim to selfishness. <laughs> I heard it and I was like, that that's good. So I wrote it down. So you wrote it down. Because I knew I would forget. <laughs> I knew 30 seconds later I was gonna forget. So that that's a that's a big part. Definitely going into high school college because everybody want to be liked everybody think that everybody's a friend and yeah. so on and i can tell you at my age you're gonna go through many scenarios where you look back and said man i thought that was a friend or yeah and if you're like someone like me like you it's like you when you get someone that's a friend or like you feel as if like oh okay i know that like we're close or whatever that like you'll try to be there 100 percent and be like okay i got your back i'll be your ride or die like if you need this i got you if you need this i got you and you're always gonna want to be there constantly for them but you gotta sit back and realize sometimes like you'll get that reciprocated but then again there's other times where you don't get none of that back so you have to think about that too yeah, and I, I feel like you have friends for different reasons. Yeah, um, I used to be like you got a shopping friend, you got <laughs> you got that that wine friend, not you but me. <laughs> you you got that friend that really knows who you are. You have a friend that you can really be 
anything and you, you know that you'll never be judged because I think you don't always share everything with everybody. Yeah. You know who to share, what what you need to share, but you always have that one be like, listen, this is this is when I, I can't even figure it out or I can't articulate. This person's gonna be real real with me and I can I can be who I wanna be and they they'll be they'll look past all that fudge if they need to and all the smoke in the cloud <laughs> and be like, Okay, I heard what you said, I see you, but and you be like, tag, ooh. But th- that's what we want. We want those people in our life that's going to be real with us, that, you know, that know us, that even when in my silence, you know something ain't right. Yeah. You know, and, and then you check on people sometimes. I, I literally, like yesterday, actually reached out to somebody because twice this person popped in my spirit. And I remember, you know, thinking about the Kobe Bryant situation, even thinking about what they've been teaching in church recently. And, you know, you be like, sometimes we distance ourselves from people because it either something happened or it's hurtful or whatever the case may be is but you kind of you have the distance but you still love them yeah but i'm gonna have to love you from afar from afar over there every now and again like because i would hate to just show up to your funeral and or you show up to mine and yet instead you know there's always this animosity so yeah i, I do love you and yes i'm still checking on you because there's a certain place in my heart but you know i gotta move on for whatever the reason may be so it's not a bad thing to sometimes have people that you know you're over there hey how you doing yeah move but, on yeah <laughs> gotta got move on um because just passing through town just passing through town and and when you have a good heart you always have to be careful to protect your heart because you're easily definitely you, you're just so easy to be hurt very much so definitely definitely high definitely. five high five on that one high five okay 100 percent. period 100. on point, period on point <laughs> as you be saying all the periods that's on on point on period so anything else you'd like to say this year uh, not right now i probably remember after this conversation though that's okay we could do have a i call it young and free part two young and free i like that young, young and, and free, free. Hey! oh that meant you not me oh. <laughs> anyway this okay. is me time podcast this is mia Talk to you soon.